0: Hi all, I'm Dan Smigrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, July 7th, 2022, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. We have an awesome show for you today. ATOS Imaging plus Matterport Digital Twins equals green commercial spaces. And here to talk to us about that are our two guests, uh, ATOS Imaging co-founder and president, Connor Offit. Hey, Connor. thanks for being on the show again. Good to see you, Dan. And Green Building Holdings Head of Communications, Brian Bollinger. And Brian is also uh, uh, working on the Business Unit Sustainable Investment Group. Uh, Brian, good to see you. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. Um, we as I mentioned, we have an awesome show today, The, the words like energy audits and ashray, and words I've never heard before, uh, inspections, auditing, ESG. Uh, before we, we jump into this topic to find out about how to decarbon sustainability, save money, save time, be efficient, reinvent processes for commercial spaces. Uh, let's first, Connor. How about just giving us an overview of ATOS Imaging?
1: Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, you know, Aetos. We are essentially using Matterport and 3D scans uh, as the base to provide software utility for commercial real estate. I think you know our goal is to enable and specifically optimize. Uh, you know, what Matterport can do and what 3D scans in general can do. Uh, But I really feel like nobody's done it for commercial real estate operations for facilities managers. Uh, And that's what we're doing. We're bringing, you know, the software and the user interface uh, and really a full-blown team dedicated to providing the specific solution for operations and maintenance facilities managers. So, um, awesome. and call does.
0: to action atosimaging.com, A E T O S I M A G I N G.com. And for context for today's show, we actually did a deep dive uh, a month ago on WGAN TV Live at 5 with Connor. The show was called Intro to Atos Imaging for Remote Commercial Property. Facilities Management and Training. That was on June 2nd, 2022. You can see the show. Just go to the We Get Around Network Forum, -forum wganforum.com and search for ATOS Imaging in the search box or a shortcut we have for you today. Go to wgan.info forward slash ATOS Imaging, and you'll call up that show and all other We Get Around Network Forum posts about ATOS Imaging. Uh, uh, Brian, before we jump into the, the topic, again, could you give us an overview um sustainable investment group?
2: Sure, of course. Uh, so SIG is essentially a full service firm that provides support for environmental design, construction, real estate operations, all within the built environment. So that's energy audits, that's lead and well building consulting, uh, building commissioning, retro commissioning, energy star verifications, uh, and a, a litany of, of carbon reporting uh, standards, whether Gresby or SASBY or carbon disclosure project or a number of other technical services. So long story short, uh, we like to say uh, For anyone who designs, builds, or operates a building, uh, we get to wake up every day and help them see just how green and healthy their building can be.
0: Awesome. And your website is www.sigearth.com. That's right. So we obviously have two different companies on on the show today. Connor, how about teeing it up in terms of how ATOS Imaging is related to Sustainable Investment Group for the purpose of today's show?
1: Sure. Yeah. So essentially, we are cut from the cloth of the sustainable family over at you know, Sustainable Investment Group and GVS and Blue Ocean, all the companies that belong to green building holdings. Uh, you know, Charlie Cicchetti, who's our owner, he you know, sits on, on both companies. And you know, it's part of his overall vision, I think, to see uh, green building technology move forward. Uh, and I think that was really the, the beginning of ATO. So we really have a deep relationship with SIG. We leverage their subject matter expertise all the time to consult on, you know, different product offerings that we can bring to the commercial real estate market, to the operations side of things. And, uh, you know, we continue to look forward to a growing relationship and seeing what we can do for green building in the United States and around the world.
0: And, and essentially, Sustainable Investment Group is a client of ATOS Imaging, uh, leveraging the ATOS Operate Platform plus Matterport.
1: Absolutely. Sometimes they're a client uh, and, you know, sometimes we we bring business to each other. I mean, we really have a a great relationship uh, and I think it's really what we both bring to each other that, you know, makes the relationship so valuable.
0: Awesome. For the purpose of today's show, let's assume that our audience is mostly Matterport service providers. Uh, That means a Matterport service provider who is probably already doing commercial spaces, scanning commercial spaces, probably doing as builds, weekly construction documentation, probably the the finished scan of a commercial space for for a building that's for sale or lease. And today's show is about a yet another use case for Matterport. So what I hope would happen is by the end of today's show that a Matterport service provider would understand how to leverage the services of ATOS Imaging and the services of Sustainable Investment Group in order to get yet additional Matterport scanning opportunities from their trusted clients that are commercial spaces. Sounds
1: good? That sounds great, Dan. Awesome. So the open-ended
0: question uh,
1: for, for, for
0: Connor how is Sustainable Investment Group uh, uh, l- leveraging ATOS Imaging Plus Matterport for for green commercial spaces? And I and I think that's a really a big even before you dive into that. What does green mean in terms of commercial office spaces?
1: Sure. So you know, Brian, I think I'll start this, and then you can you know catch me maybe midway through. So. Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to the the built environment, right, there's often things that need to happen in order to keep your building up to date, to make it high performing, to run it well. Uh, And that really kind of, I think, well describes the scope of green building services out there. How do we tune up a building and run this thing at the highest level of performance and make sure that it is the best energy performance based on equipment, mechanical systems and operations across the board? Uh, So, you know, a green building professional would go to a building and consult on, you know, what needs to happen at that building to tune up performance. So it might be a change in the mechanical system, an upgrade to a different VFD, you know, it could be installing a new, you know, renewable technology. Uh, And a a lot of this revolves around, you know, credentialing that building against a certain standard. So let's take a LEED, for example, which has their, uh, you know, run by the USGBC has their certification standards. You have Gresb, you have you know, different you know, programs like WELL, which is more focused on the, you know, the, the wellness of, of the people and the inhabitants and the tenants. Um, so you really have all these different standards and credentials out there uh, that need to be maintained that shows you know, without you sort of empirically uh, knowing what the sustainability measures are of that building. So with that comes a lot of work. You know, with that comes the need for professional services, uh, such as SIG to go in and provide those, uh, those that consulting, make those recommendations, do the analysis, and do the reporting. Um, and I think the, really the epiphany Dan was when we realized that a tremendous portion of that entire process, of the scope of the deliverables and work that is done in the ESG movement, uh, with, that with regards to compliance and just greenification of their buildings, how much of that could be done by or improved by leveraging 3D scanning technology. Whether that's a drone inspection, whether that's a Matterport 3D scan, uh, how do we position and use this technology to solve some of the problems and and drive efficiency uh, or even change the whole thing uh, with how green building is done? and So that's what really we're focused on and how we lean into SIG to really understand where that's possible and, and how we can do certain things. Uh, enabled by software specific solutions to that market.
0: Brian, before we, uh, thanks Connor. Brian, before we jump in to actually ATOS Imaging Plus Matterport, I'd still like to hear your thoughts following up on Connor. Uh, I'm going to be naive and say, okay, I, I imagine there's a way to save money and that sounds like a benefit, uh, if that's the case, great. But w- what other things are important in this green uh, environment? Uh, and and kind of referred to a lot of uh, initials that I have not heard before, and I don't know what they mean, and why are they important? And how do you then start to help your
2: clients? Absolutely. Yes. And you know, the alphabet soup of, uh, of the built environment uh, never ceases to amaze. I would say that while Connor is going to speak operationally, no pun intended for ATOS Operate, about how that sense of you make a greener, uh, healthier building and and just the the incredible things that ATOS makes possible in terms of that operation from a sustainability standpoint. At a more fundamental level, worldwide, 40% of our carbon footprint as a planet is buildings. And it's one of the most, sorry about that. Uh, Should have put my phone on do not disturb. Uh, One of the most powerful ways that we can reduce carbon footprint is in the built environment. Most particular to, to Sustainable Investment Group is that we provide a host of services across the life cycle of the building whose potential for increasing both the sustainability and the energy efficiency of that building is amplified when there is a Matterport scan with which we can work. Well, you, so, you've, got,
0: you've gone too far for me. You're, 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 I'm, I'm a little bit slow. So I urge okay. you use some words about sustainability, carbon efficiency, can you translate this for a Matterport service provider? In what problems, what pain points do yep. their clients at commercial office spaces have? So, absolutely. You say reduce carbon. I don't understand why that's a pain point. Can you can you help us understand? what the backstory is. So when a Matterport service provider walks into an, an, an existing trusted commercial office space client that they they not only know what words to use, they understand why. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm here to talk to you about sustainability. Well, I, I don't know what that means and why that's important. So what what problem does that commercial office space owner or property manager have that will resonate with a Matterport service provider and go, oh, I can make money here. Yes, yeah. so I think
2: to, to sort of make it clearer, we, we essentially have two kinds of carbon. And when I say carbon, I'm talking about the CO2 that we know is at the source of global climate change. One is embodied carbon, and that is, hey, is this building's steel or concrete a highly sustainable kind or not? And then we have operating carbon, which is, hey, are we building this building in a way where we're basically just flushing $100 bills down the toilet every time we flush the toilet because it's an inefficient one? Uh, and are we you know, literally just burning money in the way that we're either heating or cooling uh, or bringing fresh air into these buildings? Um, so embodied carbon, that Matterport scanner is going to find that by and large, commercial real estate developers and owners have decarbonization goals. They have a desire to use less carbon, both embodied and operational. And the Matterport scanner can say, hey, I think I can help you with that journey, with that goal, whatever it is. Ah, we want to carbon neutral by 2030. Or hey, we want to be able to to tell the story of hitting these targets that we'll report about in our sustainability report. That's something that the Matterport scanner can say, Hey, you know, this scan that I'm making, there are multiple service providers who are able to leverage this into helping you right now during construction uh, in shifting some of the selections for materials being made or as we go along both now and later in the way the building is going to be operated and that scan is going to give critical data for example it's going to reveal pretty early on in the process um, if the systems being put into place are probably the consequent, uh, consequence of a good energy uh, study not having been done. Well, you can get out in front of that and actually pivot even in the middle of construction toward different mechanical systems that'll save money at the front end and money operationally because you can size them down if you make the building more energy efficient. Uh, Again, I'm trying not to go off into the weeds, but there's a lot that can be done. Yes. Uh, One last thing I would say is there is actually an energy. There is a commissioning that happens when the building is done. And if we've got a Matterport scan, we can actually do that commissioning inside the scan and put all our notes in the scan. And, and that's where, you know, Atos Operate has that special capability. But at the end of the day, that, that instead of right now, when SIG does an energy audit, we hand a PDF to the client. And if anybody even reads it, it's one generation of operator. Okay, but so stay there. I, the I know you get, scan last forever. Brian, bear with
0: me because I do want to talk about Matterport plus ATOS Imaging plus the Services of Sustainable Investment Group. And before we get there, I still want to understand at the very big picture, what problems that we're by the end of the show, we're going to have solved. So the first one I'm hearing is decarbonization. Is that a goal in itself that the building Bingo. owners... Developers building
2: owners are either having to spend money in other ways to hit decarbonization goals, or they're hitting those goals by not making mistakes along the way when they're building their building or building smarter.
0: And, and why, you know, other than the fact that we all want to do good for the planet, why mm-hmm. does the decarbonization i mean what what is it about decarbonization that is super important? to the building owner or the building developer?
2: What's gonna be important to them, uh, to your point in an existential sense, it's, hey, there's less carbon in the atmosphere, which means less climate change or less a slower effect or even a reversal. For the building owner, it's by and large, they're going to have very specific goals if they have any kind of a sustainability strategy and those goals will be measured in some way by by some metric. I, I'm not
0: asking the right question. Is it because they're a public company and there's rules and regulations that in laws or things that, that they must do, or is this because they want to be a good doobie and hit certain goals regarding uh, sustainability? I, I I really don't. Yeah. I don't. The, I just the, don't the answer.
2: The answer is yes uh, to all of that. It's it depends on where you are. Uh, so if you are in New York City versus if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, how much of it is rules and regulations? How much of it is choices your company's made? How much of it is a specific brand narrative that that company is wanting to tell those are all drivers and they're all going to be different in different ah, contexts.
0: Okay, so this is really good. So if you're a Matterport service provider and you're talking to your client about another use case for, for doing Matterport, while you want to lead with the word decarbonization, you you want to know that that may be a, I don't know if that's a strategy or an objective, whatever, whatever that is, but the actual motivation may be one of 10 other things. So it, Absolutely. May, it, it may be regulation. It may be that you're right. a public company and they have made statements regarding the planet and how they're going to help. It, it may be on saving cost of building actual materials. Uh, I think I'm up to four or five here. Is The next is the operational expense over time can be reduced.
2: Uh, greatly reduced.
0: Greatly reduced. Uh, and, and again, before we... And then dive...
2: maintenance and replacement. The life of the materials can be improved by making smarter choices from a carbon standpoint.
0: Okay, maintenance uh, and... Maintenance, I'm sorry, maintenance and... and longevity. And longevity, okay. And then, and Connor, I think I saw you're nodding your head. Did you have other, like, tactical reasons? Is it is it saving money, saving time? Is there yet some other piece to the sustainability decarbonization
1: I think we covered most of them I, okay. I think it's important to understand that like like is being stated sustainability is like such a blanket you know cover that covers a tremendous amount within that you know some of that being like you said IPO compliance related we said this thing we need to you know maintain that you know we're actually executing against that um, and then on the other side it's very you know actionable energy savings performance mm-hmm. analysis, those all really fit within the umbrella of sustainability.
0: Okay. I know we're going to talk about some buzzwords of, of uh, energy audits, inspections, auditing. Uh, but one of those terms I, I keep reading about, it seems like almost every day there's a lead story in the Wall Street Journal on uh, environmental, uh, social, uh, governance, and governance. Uh, which show up as ESG compliance. Is, is that part of, of this subset of decarbonization, or is that yet something different? Uh,
2: that's That would be sort of both and. Yeah, ESG, I mean, the environmental we just talked about, the social, uh, well, I'll say governance is the other one that's very well defined, and that's going to very much tend to be uh, location specific. If you're in New York City, boy, you are spending all your time thinking about local law 97 how are we going to hit the regulatory compliance required there? But in that S category, I think that's a spot where actually there are some quality of life for those who operate the building that the Matterport scan has the potential to improve. That is a a surprising part of the S in ESG.
0: Okay, awesome. So I I think this is really good context to then go to to the next level to say, okay, our, our objective is decarbonization. There may be 10... Reasons, one of which might resonate with the client. Uh, Rule ninety-seven, if you're in New York, compliance, governance, improving the lives of people in the building, saving money, doing the right thing, uh, 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 reducing the cost of building, reducing the cost of operating, uh, increasing the, the length of of the 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 operating systems, the, the mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. So I think that that's that's probably enough context for a Matterport service provider to understand when they say, hey, I'm here to talk to you about decarbonization, that one or more of the next things might resonate with the reason they're going to say, yes, okay, let's go do that. How do we do that? That's obviously what we're about to talk about of, of where Sustainable Investment Group and ATOS Imaging plus
2: Matterport all kind of come together. And Dan, and if I can, I would strongly recommend any service provider like that For most company, for most commercial real estate players, developers, builders, those goals and priorities are very publicly available. So, I mean, you know, you and your friend Google can can learn a whole lot about which particular uh, goal is going to mean the most to the client you're walking in to see.
0: So, I can understand that on a public company. Is that true on a private company? Generally, are they going to put their ESG compliance? De-carb.
2: Well, a lot of private companies are going to put that on their website or in some way make that visible if, if it's there at all. Uh, and then, of course, at the end of the day, nobody doesn't want to save money.
0: Yeah. So I, I think that's an awesome tip is, is, is before you go in and talk to your client, go look at their website, see if they're using the words ESG, decarbonization, sustainability, uh, any of the buzzwords yes. that we're talking about today, because that will help you decide what the pain point is of, of why we're, you now need to do more Matterport scanning. Bingo. Okay, so uh, you surprised me, Brian, with, with something. I, I guess I, I thought what I was going to hear was the building is being built and when it's done being built, that's when you come in. But I'm not hearing that at all.
2: No, but I think Connor's the best one suited to talk about uh, that from a Matterport perspective.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what we're talking about is the value of construction-based scanning and you know operationally-based scanning. I, I think they're both viable. They're both extremely important to the whole process. And depending on you know where you want to play as a service provider on that you know spectrum of the market, I think there's there's tons of opportunity in that whole process.
2: So let me break. Yeah, we'll give you a simple example from SIG. If if I walk in and serve a commercial real estate client, this building. And I know that that client has available a, a Matterport scan where there has been multiple scans throughout the build process. And they engage me to do an energy audit, whether it's a level one, a level two, whatever it might be. If I can actually pull up their model and I can zoom in and look at serial numbers on equipment, but then I can peel back that ceiling and look at what it looked like when it was under construction and see some of those fundamental systems in there, it's going to be much more labor efficient for me to deliver a a plan for improving the energy efficiency of that building, all the more if I can access notes from the original commissioning agent somewhere in there.
0: Okay, so this is awesome. And I want to dive into that even deeper. So let's assume the Matterport Service Provider is, instead of they've been engaged to do as-built or engaged to do weekly construction documentation, documentation. Let's say they've only been engaged to shoot the finished building for marketing purposes. And before you talk about operating going forward, let's talk about why that Matterport service provider needs to be in there day one doing the as-built as it relates to this discussion of decarbonization and all its benefits.
1: So I'll definitely take this. And I think, you know, on the marketing side, when you're debuting a building, you're, you're trying to create as much buzz and as much awareness about that as possible. You know, obviously that also entails what media and collateral you put on your website, how are you using to draw viewers and attention. So I think you know, what's happening is 3D and what Matterport does with the web and, and that ability to create dynamic, unique experiences to showcase a property. And I'm not talking about just being able to walk through the, you know, the space and see the amenities. I'm talking about being able to interact with, you know, things that have been put into that experience for you and, you know, going through a whole guided process that educates you on why this building is great. Uh, You know, that's what they are really trying to achieve. And I think this is specifically where, you know, Matterport on the marketing side, you know, if you're trying to talk to the sustainability team and have them tell their sustainability story by way of Matterport, that's completely possible well
0: but what I think what I'm hearing from from Brian is if, if the Matterport service provider is only being engaged to shoot the commercial office space for the purpose of marketing, there are great reasons regarding decarbonization and the one of 10 motivators to get in to do as-built. So it may not just be you want to do the as-built for the purpose of the architect because they, they, they may come back and say, no, our architect doesn't need the as-built. They've already been out to, to measure, take pictures, reconstruct the space. I'm going to guess, Brian, that that still doesn't give you an opportunity. to, to do let, let, let me ask the question differently. Okay. If, if you get in to do the Matterport tour as an as-built, before the construction begins that the as-built that's going to be used by the architect to reimagine the space why is that important from a decarbonization standpoint
2: at that phase of construction so to be sure i'm understanding you're describing an as-built that's about to undergo a renovation or adaptive reuse yes so yes so that the way that that would be the most valuable from a sustainability standpoint is that it will allow for a baseline understanding of the sort of how, how would i describe this the the bones of what potential that space is going to have for for being built out in a way that is more energy efficient and in a way that is more Uh, creates a better place to be uh, from a uh, user experience standpoint. Um, But then also it it creates that, again, it's the layer so that then later when there's that finished one, uh, you've got this back and forth that's going to allow an energy auditor or a sustainability consultant to be able to kind of, again, peel back and go, okay, this is what was there before Oh, that's why we're having this thermal challenge right here, where tons of heat is getting out. Um, I, yeah, it's it's a valuable data point. To, to add
1: on to this, you know, Dan, if I may, I think the best way to illustrate this is in comparing a two examples with and without, because that's where you really understand the pain point and where the value is. So, without, you're having constant, you know, site visits, trying to understand what's there. You're you're trying to you know run analysis. You then have to store that information somehow. Hopefully you're writing it down and keeping you good notes. Maybe you're taking pictures, you know, but in that you know, whole process, you're then going back to your team, using that information, going to the drawing board and trying to understand what's next. Now there's a lot of resources out there, a lot of data that can help you do that. But being able to see, just pull up the Matterport scan. In a lot of cases, save even that initial, that initial trip. You know, you're able to see and really inspect what's inside of this building virtually. The efficiency to that process should be obvious when you compare with or without and terms of all the efficiencies that are there to be gained.
0: Brian, from, from your perspective, if you have it the as built before it gets reimagined, renovated, redesigned, if you have that as built, are you able to consult with the architect or the general and/or the general
2: contractor? Oh. Oh, absolutely. So you, you and, may be and able and course to course see. Thing, it's, easier to have, it's easier to have a broader conversation with people with different um, areas of expertise than if you just say go have a, a CAD file or a Revit file or architectural drawings that a number of uh, voices you might bring into the conversation would kind of look at and just go cross-eyed but that matterport scan everybody can look at that and understand what they're looking at and but that that that
0: matterport scan at that phase of the building will help you decarbon in how the building is built and how the building is operated in
2: in, uh, in other ways is but it's going it's going to yeah it's going to make much clearer what is the best strategy than the than the visibility into that strategy you could get through other means Okay,
0: and again, staying on, I, I, I don't want to jump in yet to Matterport plus ATOS imaging because I, I still think we need to be at a little bit of a strategic level of understanding what problems uh, can be solved at the big picture with Matterport and ATOS together. But I, I still want to stay with those problems. So the second phase of the building is weekly construction documentation or monthly construction documentation. Uh, again, Brian, from your perspective uh, at Sustainable Investment Group, uh, doing an energy audit, uh, is, if that's the right term, are there are there things that you're able to affect even while the building's built? I, I guess I just assumed while the building's being built, somebody's already made the des- decisions about mechanical, electrical, plumbing, materials.
2: Sure. Yeah, so... In that particular case that you're describing, it would be more likely that a client would engage us to be their sustainability consultant for uh, the actual construction process, uh, uh, you know, like any good built environment service provider, you're like, well, the earlier you can engage us in the process, the more good we can do for you. But even when you get brought in somewhere in the middle of the conversation, yes, the moment you have the ability to, to dive in and look at that scan, you can go, whoa, y'all do not want to take this approach right here. It's not going to be expensive to change this, and it's going to save you a whole lot of energy later those uh ahas happen a lot in that process but again it's more expensive more time intensive and frankly uh more risk filled to be doing all of that in the middle of that active construction zone with lots of people on the site uh if you can sit there and have the engineer who's 1500 miles away but is the best person in the world to do that walk and she is going to walk that building and then turn around and deliver those those incredible insights and then turn around and walk out the door and take her dog for a walk, that's going to allow you to tap into a whole nother level of expertise that might be hard to get if you're stuck with who can actually jump in a car, jump in a plane and go out there and do it in person.
0: Uh, Okay, so let's pick it up at the building already exists. And then there's this term, uh, ASHRAE, if I'm pronouncing that right, ASHRAE Energy Audits. So American Society of Heating, Refrigeration, and Air Conditioning, ASHRAE. W- what is an, an ASHRAE Energy Audit? How is it presently being done? And then how is it reimagined when Sustainable Investment Group uses the ATOS imaging operate platform to do these ASHRAE energy audits.
1: Connor, do you want to take that one or you want me to? How about you start with ASHRAE, what it is, how SIG plays there, and then Perfect. I'll go into what we're doing about it. Brilliant. So an ASHRAE level one energy audit is what we
2: call a desktop audit. Typically, you won't go to that physical building. You're just going to review all of their utility bills, right? So for a new construction, that might not be uh, necessarily what they would have you do, but you're going to look at their utility bills. You're going to look at the drawings that you have available, and you're basically going to come up with, hey, these are the top. X number of things that you're going to be able to do to lower the energy profile of this building and lower the carbon footprint of this building. Um, That report is going to have a fair amount of limitations, uh, some of which are because it might be hard to get all of the detail in those drawings that you might get otherwise. Um, Now, sometimes you'll do a site visit with level one, sometimes you won't there's some exceptions by and large though, it's a level two audit where you're gonna actually have people out on the site. They're going to go in and they're going to do things like what they're going to look at the, the plates on the motors. They're going to look at some of the performance metrics on specific pieces of equipment and they're going to actually, you know, they're going to take some equipment with them. That's going to allow them to see how things are performing the daylight, et cetera. Uh, and it's just, there's going to be a lot more data and the, they're going to be able to say, okay, it's not just, here's the list of X things. Here's how much those things are likely to cost and what they're saving, what their repayment period is going to look like with a lot more detail. But it's not quite what you would call like a um, a, a level of audit that would be investment grade. So you're not going to take that and go to the CFO and they're going to be able to go draw a line of credit. To do that, you need a level three audit, which is where we're actually going to go out and stick things on machinery that's going to track how much energy is going through it we're going to follow you know we're going to actually employ some very detailed uh performance period measurements and you know it's going to take a little bit of time but we're going to come out and we're going to have again exactly what we had with one and then two but with three it's going to be overwhelmingly detailed and like you can literally take that to the bank and you're going to know exactly what you're going to be able to get Uh, If you take this piece of equipment out and put in that piece of equipment, or you change the way you run that piece of equipment, or you put this coating over those windows so not as much sun and heat gets in, uh, you're going to see that with a level of specificity. Uh, And again, all of these processes generate mountains of paperwork and mountains of documentation. And let's just be honest, the place where they fall apart is uh, not, nobody reads it. Nobody follows it. And then you know what happens when that building gets sold? None of those papers go with the building. It's all lost to history.
0: So the problem with how Ashray energy audits, level one, level two, level three, are done today, is there's a mountain of paperwork that may or may not get
2: read. And I would say there, there's a limitation in how much information, especially with level one, can even be gotten uh, using 2D paperwork.
0: Okay, so uh, so I'm just going to ask my audience to stay with me here because we're, we're going to jump into a moment of, well, what's the new process? Introducing ATOS Imaging plus Matterport plus uh, sustainability cons- uh, consulting. Uh, like Sustainable Investment Group. But before we get there, because I'm I'm really tactile, tactical, I have trouble understanding stuff unless you make it obvious to me. So I, I'm going to imagine that the report that's done and, and let's call it the level three report probably tells you something like, um, there are X number of these light boxes in the ceiling and you happen to have in this building, a thousand of them. And if you change those thousand light boxes, uh, you're going to save X number of dollars within three years. Is is that sort of kind of how that goes? Uh, And hopefully you'll get that actually at a level two, but yes. You have a chiller, whatever that is. And the life expectancy on that is X number more years. But if you replace that chiller today, it's going to cost you an investment of X, but this is how it's going to save you money over time operating the building. So even though you're going to pay, <clears throat> excuse me, you're going to pay money up front on an improvement, it actually saves you more money over time. So maybe it's you'll save ten times as much money if you spend the money today to replace. Something like a chiller, if that's the right thing, is that sort of kind and, and of, you might, and you might,
2: and it might open up, uh, you know, government or public incentives that will reimburse you for part of that, and navigating those kinds of, of, of possibilities are all things that that audit's going to help you do.
0: Okay, so so this audit, level one, level two, level three. Let's let's even say we're at level three, and we we'll go for the whole Megillah. Uh, the 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 goal is decarbonization, what may resonate with the actual owner developer is, oh, uh, that's going to meet our sustainability objectives. Uh, That's going to save us X number of dollars in material. That's going to save us X number of dollars in operating. That's going to make our equipment last longer. That's going to make us uh, operate at less expense. We're going to spend less money heating the building. so you have all these practical tactical things and but I think part and of the last thing I would
2: I would make sure is on that list it's also your it's a chance to make it a place where your best talent want to work uh, whether that's the mechanical professional, who is gonna like working at your building instead of your competitor's building, or your tenant that's gonna like being here instead of somewhere else. Is
0: is that because I feel good that my building is moving in a green direction, or is that because the the air just seems cleaner because it's being filtered better? uh,
2: Yes, and by and large, I think you'll find a uh, a, uh, a healthy building that is, uh, um, a healthy building is usually a green building. Uh, And at the end of the day, a healthy building, people, whether they can define it or not, whether they can put their finger on it or not, you find that people are demonstrably more productive and more likely to stick around in a healthy building. And they might not be able to tell you why, but study after study has shown that to be true.
0: So it may be that the temperature feels better, the air feels cleaner, the lights feel better. There, there's a lot of things that are maybe soft.
2: So you, get, you get fewer migraines. You have fewer incidences of asthma attacks. Yes, all the above.
0: Okay, so great. So the, the, the problem that I now feel like I'm experiencing is you've handed us the 10 commandments of how to decarbon a building and achieve all these objectives in the course of that. But it's all locked into a paper document that may not get acted on. Okay, I think we're now at the point to to say, uh, Connor, Brian, sounds like you all are reinventing the process of uh, an ESG audit, an ASHRAE Energy audit, an inspection auditing. How does how does that look? What is the deliverable? Let's start there. Not even how you accomplished it, but what's the new deliverable? If it's if it's not a mountain of paper, and why is that better?
1: So the the new deliverable uh, are three D environments, uh, scans, experiences, whatever you want to call them. Matterport um,
0: digital twin.
1: Yes, but also containing the steps and the experience within, which is often you know far more than just the 3d environment that you're in it's what you click while you're in there it's how you progress through that experience it's what you're able to interact with inside of that environment right what are you able to glean from that experience you know that's what really matters and so i think uh, you know we've all listed a tremendous number of ways that you know a 3d scan can assist in that environment but ultimately, you know, software needs to be curtailed and created to optimize that interaction and that experience. For example, uh, if I'm doing an energy audit, I'm going to list out recommendations, right? And so, you know, I, I could go to Matter Tags and I could say, all right, I'm going to put my this recommendation in red and this one in, in, you know, blue and this one in this color, you know, but is that really the best that can be done for an energy audit? How about drop-down field specific questions that the client interacts with to share information throughout the process? That can be done inside of the environment. So that, I think
0: we just we do need to re-remind our audience that we did do a deep dive WGAN-TV Live at Five uh, about a month ago, June 2nd, 2022. Intro to ATOS Imaging for Remote Commercial Property Facilities Management uh, and training. So, we're, we're not going to do a deep dive into understanding at a tactical level because if, if you're at this point and, you, and you're watching the show and you kind of get it, uh, watch the other hour that we did on this topic because it really is a drill down uh, in terms of how the ATOS imaging operate platform works. So, I'm still trying to understand though. Let's just assume that you, you have ATHOS imaging has annotation on steroids. Why is that way more important, better than a mountain of paper? How, is it, how does it get used? Or is it just the fact that it will get used and more of it
1: will get used? Uh, I mean, d- definitely both and, uh, but I think you know, specifically to how it's useful and, and sort of consolidating that mountain of paperwork. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's really doing exactly that. It's, you know, can we display all that paperwork to contextualized on the environment? That's something that just you know, very specifically adds value to that engagement, to that conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Connor, like, did you want to do it? Did you want to di- give us a demo of an actual tour that's been annotated?
1: Uh, like, as in share screen right now?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, Connor, while,
1: you, while you're getting that,
2: what that brought to mind when you just said that was what one of your clients even told me when I was talking to them uh, on the phone about their experience with it. it, it, it essentially, this was a you know, kind of a crusty old engineer in this whole uh, panoply of, of buildings that he's managing. Uh, he's like, you have any idea how hard it is to get the muckety mucks upstairs to fund when we tell them, and if you'll do this thing, it's going to save us this much money. When I go and show them a bunch of drawings and show them, you know, some written reports. But when I have them look at this thing, you know, cause I'm not going to be able to drag them down to the engine room. Uh, it's four buildings down and, you know, they are in the middle of a whole board meeting with a whole bunch of other stuff to do. But when I can pull up that Matterport scan and Show this, and here's what we're gonna do. It's so much easier to get that to get that funded, uh, and you know it just it makes making the case so much easier than a pile of papers. So it's not just doing an energy audit,
0: which may be required for some reason, but if you do the energy audit, you actually want it to be acted on, and it sounds like that's actually a big problem. And the Matterport plus Atos imaging actually solves that problem. In that example, that, that uh, the ATOS Imaging client was able to use the Matterport space annotated uh, with ATOS Imaging Operate in order to tell the story, in order to get funding to get to the next level. So If you can show, uh, well, you know, look, the, you know, these windows are costing us money. These lights are costing us money. Uh, our heating system is costing us money. Let me show you what that looks like within the Matterport tour annotated by our energy auditor, in this case, Sustainable Investment Group, to, to say uh, we, we can decarbon by X and achieve these kinds of savings and have improve the livability of our space and meet the uh, regulation requirements in whatever city or state has Relevant uh, regs, um, uh, Brian. Uh, while Connor's setting up, is is there is there other things about this Matterport tour? I mean, is it is it like the difference of night and day of a mountain of paper as an audit or providing a visual story uh, in an interactive digital report in in order to communicate to people that that have action items? I don't know. Is that, is that even just the, the owner of the building says, okay, it's going to cost us this much money. Nope. You need to go get actual funding. So now we got to go tell the story to the, whoever, I don't know if that's the bank or
2: someone else that's going to provide funding. Uh, Yeah. I mean, picture has always been worth a thousand words and, and fundamentally uh, you know, the magic of Matterport in that context is that every one of those pictures that you're, you're showing uh, it's, it's, bridging the gap of understanding uh, for sort of them, what hold the purse strings, because by and large them, what hold the purse strings are not engineers. They're not um, mechanical systems professionals. They probably aren't architects or building pros of any stripe or shade. Uh, But the more you can bring that down to earth, uh, not just the more you're going to be able to tell the story correctly or accurately or effectively, you're also going to be able to in, to bring a more diverse group of voices into the table, into the room, without having this gateway of you need to be able to read
1: these schematics in order to understand this.
0: Yeah, Connor, are you ready to show us? You're still calling yeah. it up.
1: So I, I actually I don't have an energy audit, uh, you know, it's been done by SIG on it, but what I do have is the base layer of the scans, which shows. You know the tagging and how they are used for that.
0: Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please show that. Just Brian, just to follow up on on your point because I think one of the things that's, uh, that that Connor can speak to is doing live video chat within the tour itself, uh, which is way better than doing Zoom plus matterport because of the the latency challenges right e- even as connor does a little demo right now we're going to see some latency involved in showing matterport as opposed to doing the video conferencing within the atos imaging operate platform connor uh, uh back to you
1: yeah uh is very well said dan you you're setting me up quite well i think you know the the first thing that i really want to show here is is again the different types of tags that you can throw into these environments. And so what, you know, SIG will do is they'll create their own system of labeling. So if they wanna have, you know, the lightning yellow represents, uh, you know, their, their recommendations for energy audits or, or for energy light bulb fixtures, they wanna use blue for water, you know, improvements. They wanna use, you know, fire for safety recommendations. So they're able to set the parameters of how they label these scans uh, and how they're going to present that to their clients. So I think it's important for me to contextualize that, you know, before we jump in. But again, you know, one of the most important processes when I'm actually doing an investigation is understanding what is the equipment, specific equipment uh, that is there distributed throughout the building, right? So being able to know things like you know nameplate data and being able to pull model, make and number, these are things that we need to make sure we track. Uh, so we do that here. We can also incorporate data. And as this is sort of, imagine this as an empty project, you might want to add specific files to this tag, to this recommendation. You know, you might want to show a progress report or, you know, sort of a, you know, a payoff period, an ROI analysis, you know, obviously linking to things like user manuals or, or what recommendation you can attach PDFs, you know, whether if it's not a user manual directly. Uh, let's see, how do I make this? now? Whoa, there we go. Um, So, yeah, that's, you know, the the tagging stuff. And then especially important is how all that rolls up. Uh, And again, being able to see everything, you know, sort different recommendations, understand the cross comparison of equipment. You know, this is all part of what, you know, our clients are used to interacting with on their equipment. Uh, The way we specifically are optimizing this for uh, the energy audit process is to, again, give that contextual awareness, make that fidelity real. It's really like going from Zoom being just voice only to turning the video cam on. It's a completely different experience, you know. It really changes how you interact.
0: So, uh, if, if, so excuse me. So, if the if Sustainable Investment Group, in terms of presenting their uh, ASHRAE Energy audit, uh, uh, is having a conversation about equipment, boom, you can sort by equipment. If it's they have a hundred buildings and they want to make the point that. Well, you know, we can go sort by building and that equipment to show that you have 27 of of these chillers uh, that are affected by our conversation. So uh, with uh, ATOS Imaging Operate Platform, you can sort by uh, equipment, building, uh, organizations, uh, and then all kinds of tagging systems. So if you've tagged... Uh, electrical, or plumbing, or mechanical, or other. Uh, I think you have some examples. Uh, there's chillers, uh, floor coverings, uh, etc. Et well, and
2: and let's let's not forget this is we're going to be able to to perform this tour for the investor, for the executive team, whatever. We're going to be able to perform this tour in a fraction of the time, and with absolute complete non-regard for the uh, mobility of the individuals, whether they're in a wheelchair or whether they're walk, they are walk slow, whether we have to hit 45 floors of building to do this walkthrough, it, none of that matters. It doesn't matter if we're in 17 different cities where we're able to do all of that in a fraction of the time with everybody there when we're doing it in that scan.
0: I'm trying to picture how this was maybe pre-COVID with, a mountain of paper. Maybe everybody was in the same room with copies of the same report. Go to page one hundred and seventy-four, and then mind-numbing
2: and mind-numbing powerpoints. <laughs> mind-numbing
0: powerpoints, and then maybe during COVID was okay. Now you're you're doing it by Zoom, and you're still doing those powerpoints and mind-numbing number of documents. And I, I think. We we've probably are at the point that even if and when COVID is behind us, that we probably will still be in this hybrid work environment where lots of us enjoy working from home and we're in different cities, in different states, and maybe even different countries. So now you're doing your presentation within the Matterport Digital Twin fully annotated uh, you know, I would say when you were showing us that, Connor, those those were like, well, those matter tags? Yeah, but they're matter tags on steroids because there's a, this full <laughs> database uh, behind every one of those uh, modal data points annotated with photos, videos, reports, et cetera. So- exactly.
1: And, and the, the key to unlocking that side of it was, again, to have all that data rolled up in a way that is already custom built for commercial real estate operations, managers the people that are actually interfacing with these you know buildings and then again you know the other differentiation is in the ability to customize it to whatever end you want you know for your specific industry niche right so if you're trying to you know create a drop down you know that has an interactive field you can do that if you're trying to you know put data on there and store it as a repository of information and roll that up to a specific part of your dashboard then that's how you you know need to do it. So you know that's really the the utility here.
0: Is it is it is it safe to say that an interactive digital report, a, a Matterport digital twin, a- annotated in steroids using an, uh, Atos Imaging Operate platform, that makes all the difference in the world uh, it of the deliverable?
1: It, it is it is it is basically able to contain far more and. Also, everything of the original deliverable.
0: So, I, I imagine anyone that's comfortable getting that mountain of paper, you can still use your CMMS platform, your work order management software. Does the edit ed, energy audits interact with the the CMMS?
1: They will be used to pull data uh, and to pull equipment to understanding. And I, Brian, you can speak more to this than I than I can probably about you know like an Angus or a building engines or a CMMS you know, platform that aggregates work order and, and equipment, you
2: know, data. Well, let's just put it this way. There, uh, there's no interface between ATOS Operate or a scan and any of those systems that's going to be less efficient than a stack of paper. Uh, so it, there might be some variations in quality among the connectivity amongst those various programs and systems. But I guarantee you, it's still going to be a better situation than a okay. bunch of manual entry and stacks of paper.
0: Okay. So for any old school person that still wants their stacks of paper, they can still have that. But sure. it, we, we we really, I guess what I'm trying to say, it, it just seems obvious to me that a Matterport Digital Twin tweaked out I mean I, I don't do energy audits I don't do inspections i I don't understand any of this but it certainly seems like if you could walk me through a matterport space that's annotated and tell me well this if if we do this here it's going to save this much money take uh, you know I, I always focus on money but I think at the beginning of the show we talked about this, 10 reasons yeah. that that, are, that that may be material to that decarbonization process and be able to use the appropriate, buzzwords with the appropriate client, where this one cares about money, this one cares about ESG, this one cares about decarbonization. So, um, I, I, I think that's it, right? I mean, you, visual storytelling on steroids with the...
1: Visual storytelling, data consolidation, process improvement, reduction in travel times, you know, the, these are all the things that we're trying to achieve. You
2: know, yeah. uh, uh, well, you? I, and let's not forget institutional knowledge or, or even the disposition of the building. I mean, uh, when you move, uh, if you can inherit that operate system, when you go and buy that building or even as you're trying to sell your building and that due diligence, those same sort of magic levers get pulled that I can have more engineers come and walk this building for its efficiency profile in that Matterport scan uh, then I have any chance of doing if it's just bunches of paperwork. And then when I get a new building, if I'm able to pull that up and say, oh, okay, I can look inside this energy audit that happened three years ago, and I can pick these things that they didn't decide to do, and I know exactly what that payback's going to look like, but it's not a mountain of paper that I can't lay my hands on. So so it's a it, living it, document.
0: It, 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 it may be that you've added value to the physical building by having a d- digital twin. It's annotated, so when the the time it comes to sell or lease, or probably more to sell the building, the the building has, uh, gee, what's that word in art? I, I love the word provenance appreciated <laughs> a, a, a provenance and appreciate uh, yes. that you that you know the backstory of the building and can make the case of, of why things are going to last longer cost less so you, you could have two buildings that are each going to cost 10 million dollars but this building is actually a much better value when you tell the energy story when you tell the
2: i mean we can make all the jokes we want about people building things in the metaverse and making money in the metaverse and uh, the reality is, if your physical building has a digital twin, that digital twin is a real asset that adds capital value to your physical building, and that value will carry and appreciate greater than in absence would.
0: Awesome. I, I have two, two final questions before we wrap it up. Uh, first, uh, uh, WGAN member Aaron Rice in the greater Washington, D.C. area, Uh Uh, Aaron asks, uh, Every Which Way to Sunday, about incorporating IoT sensors. Uh, Where do they fit in? Do they fit in regarding the ESG in terms of reducing maintenance costs, monitoring air quality, temperature, humidity, cleaning, monitoring air, energy consumption, carbon emissions, water leak detection, waste management, uh, tracking capital ex- expense through the building life cycle. Are IoT part of this discussion on decarbonization, ASHRAE energy audits, ESG compliance?
2: Totally. I mean, he just answered his own question. Uh, the things he listed are exactly <laughs> what those do, and they feed that data right, right. into the model. <laughs> right.
0: And and uh, and, and uh, uh, Aaron, go back and watch our previous show because we talked about the integration of APIs from all those IoT elements within the Atos Imaging platform, which means, voila, you have IoT meets Matterport. Uh, I I, I want to say something to kind of wrap things up and then just ask you for for final thoughts. Again, if you're a Matterport service provider, you're doing commercial spaces, you have uh, trusted clients in the space, if you are only doing as-builds or only doing weekly construction or monthly construction documentation, or only doing the shooting of the finished space for marketing purposes. Your takeaway from today has to be there are, first, make sure you're doing those those three for your existing client. But now there's really this fourth, which is this whole conversation about decarbonization made possible through the magic of ATOS imaging plus the Matterport digital twin, uh, plus an agency like Sustainable Investment Group, uh, an, an advisor uh, consulting services. Uh, and, and when you add those things up, uh, you get greener buildings, greener commercial spaces, which have real value that we talked about at the top of the show. And, and what I would say is if this is resonating with you, you know, go to the ATOS Imaging website, atosimaging.com. Go to Sustainable Investment Group uh, website, sigearth.com, and uh, leverage the power of these two organizations to help you get more Matterport scanning for your existing trusted client. Because uh, these two subject matter experts can, uh, uh, please stop me if I'm wrong here, but you can help pitch the building owner about all the things of why decarbonization matters and why you can help achieve uh, things related to either the environment, uh, uh, environmental, social, uh, governance, uh, cost savings, both during construction, after construction, the, the whole Megillah, Uh, in order to help a Matterport service provider do what they want to do, which is scan more commercial spaces more often, even can scan the existing space multiple times at different life stages, life cycles of the building. Connor, your final thought, and then we'll turn to Brian.
1: Yeah, just a a, a PSA to, to all the Matterport service providers out there. You know, my my hunch says you're probably not selling the way that you could be. Uh, And you're probably leaving a ton of dollars on the table because, you know, you need to understand how the base technology and how what you're doing can be leveraged to solve problems across the entire commercial real estate cycle. And you're probably only dialed in right now to a sliver of that and understanding how to position the value to the operations team, to the facilities management team, to the property management, to the brokerage side, to the asset value. That's really what's about to happen here as Matterport goes and grows and, and the whole 3D scanning movement you know, takes off. And, but as you do that, what you're gonna find is you really want great software to deliver that value proposition to your clients the way that they want to see that uh, delivered. And you need that to be interactable and you need them to be able to engage with that in a way that makes sense. Uh, and the platform that they use needs to be built for that express purpose of solving all of those different pieces of that overall pie. So, you know, if all you get from this is just diversify your message a little bit, you know, go out and try to, you know, maybe there's a, an operations, you know, value prop or you can sell it to different sides, or if you, even if you just learn how to tell the story of what 3D scanning can do for commercial real estate, I think we're just beginning to explore this. Uh, And I think that uh, the the opportunity has been just so greatly underestimated when you see it, how many different sides this touches, whether it's training, whether it's ESG, whether it's sustainability, whether it's operational, you know, performance, equipment degradation, archiving, consolidation of all this stuff. These are all areas that are effective and each one of them on their own is valuable. So, you know, learning how ATOS can help you, please reach out, Uh, you know, that's obvious but also just even in just using 3D scanning Matterport in general, think about how you're positioning your services now and how else you might tell the story of value to a client in a way that you're maybe not doing right now.
0: And just to put a, a period and paragraph into in, in in to Connor, what you just said, is the Matterport scan is a tool. Matterport plus ATOS imaging is a solution. And you really need both of those for what we've discussed today. And you actually also need the audit to take place using the solution and that's Sustainable Investment Group. So Brian, last word to you.
2: I would say yes to what uh, Connor and you have both said. And I would add that uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, we don't build buildings uh, for kicks and giggles. We don't build greener buildings just because of some material sense of, oh, it's just better. We build them for people. We build them for people who are going to be in them. And at the end of the day, the Matterport scan that you're making, it's something that's supposed to be used. People should be in it. It shouldn't just be used briefly and then never looked at again. And that really is what's so amazing about what we're talking about here. Yes, the energy audit we can come in, it's going to be dramatically enhanced in terms of its ability to add value and get back when it's in that Matterport. But, you know, there's so much more beyond that. Think of all of the road time and the quality of life that's saved when that uh, building expert is able to use your scan to operate their building while they're visiting their grandkids in Ohio, uh, even though they've got to have a vendor uh, out at the site. They don't have to hop on a plane to go back there and meet that vendor. They can meet them in the scan. Your scan, I like, think, there's so much more utility that can come out of that scan, and it's just, you know, it's like the little jar with the rocks, right? This is the little sand and the gravel that goes. You can get more in that, and it's not going to be hard for your client to see that if you can speak it. And I guess the last thing I would say is, you know, if you don't feel like you have a command of sort of all things ESG and sustainability, I, I would say check out our. This is a nod for one of our, one of our other companies that's in our portfolio, Green Building Education Systems, GBES dot com. Uh, go level up online, take a couple of classes. We have tons of free content, but yeah, go get your uh, certification or get your accreditation. Be, become a, a green building expert and you'll be able to tell the story to your clients in a much more effective way and get yourself more opportunities.
0: Brian, Connor, thanks for being the, the, my guest on the show today. Thanks for having us. We've been, we've been visiting with Atos Imaging co-founder and president, Connor Offit, uh, atosimaging.com, and Green Building Holdings, with uh, and uh, with Brian uh, Bollinger, head of communications, uh, who is also working on the uh, the unit of the business unit of Green Building Holdings Sustainable Investment Group. Uh, at their website, www.sigearth.com. Uh, for Connor and Brian in Atlanta, and I'm also in Atlanta, I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum, and you've been watching WGAN-TV live at five.